The Sport Industry Access Podcast, episode 159. What core skills do you need to be a football industry marketer? another episode of the Sport Industry Access Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to interview a special guest who's a sports expert in a specific field in the sports industry, especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career in marketing. I hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Now, getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Chavi Bove. Chavi is a sports marketing consultant in women's football where he supports his clients to enhance their brand through the application of education, sponsorship, digital strategies, fan experience to really enhance their exposure in the football industry. Also, Chavi is a blogger where he shares his football industry insights with regards to the modern marketing practices within the football industry. For that reason, it's brilliant to have Chavi as a special guest on the show. And that's when today's episode, Chavi will share his football career journey and explain to you the core skills to be a football industry marketer. Chavi, it's such a pleasure to have you on the podcast show. Please, could you share to the listeners your sports career journey? When did it all start? Hello, Ed. It's a pleasure to be here with all your students. Um, my career started actually when I went uh, to have uh, lunch with my uncle and my family and he started to explain because he was working there at the restaurant chain and he started to explain how they decorated the place, how they treated the customers, uh, kind of a guest experience. So from there I got interested in marketing, I picked the marketing degree and I discovered that marketing could be added to sports. That was my passion because I wanted to be a football player. I loved football and I was a coach as well. And when I discovered that there was a combination, I contacted all the football clubs in Catalonia, the region of Barcelona. And I got the opportunity to start an internship in marketing in a second division of football club in Spain, near Barcelona, in Tarragona. And lucky, I was very lucky because there was, no, there was nobody in the marketing department and I had to do everything from uh, sponsorship to ticketing to communication to design so it was such a great experience for me i learned a lot i met a lot of people and there i i learned how to be creative and how to adapt to the situations to add value because you can imagine a second division football club you don't have a lot of resources but you have to manage to get things done and to to get uh, sponsorships to get clients and to get fans so that was a, a such a good experience and I don't know if you want to, me to follow until nowadays, but uh, or um, from there, from uh, the football club, we got a promotion. We promoted to the second A division. We were at the third division. We went to the second one, and then I took one of the hardest decisions of, of my life because I read the book "Show Me the Money" about sports marketing. I discovered the figure of a sports marketeer. And my dream was to, to be the marketing manager of Barcelona. 
or to be a marketing manager of a football club. And, and there at the age of 21, they offered me the job of a marketing manager of a second division of football club in Spain, which was very good at my age, just uh, one year after I finished my degree. But I said no. Uh, I think that intuition is something very valuable in us that we have to follow. And someone, something in, inside me uh, told me that, Xavi, you have to find your place. And, and I, I came back to Barcelona, to where I came from. I started working at the motorsports company, leading the marketing area. And it was a great experience for me as well, because there I learned how to uh, manage people, how to lead a department and how to took a step away from the marketing department and, and see the whole business and until one day I asked a question and I think the questions are what moves us and a very powerful tool also to improve and to change your results and the question was Xavi where can you have the most impact and also uh, have the biggest fun so I thought about women's football because it was football my sport and women's football it has been growing a lot in the recent years and especially well back then it was it wasn't that popular but i had also the intuition again that it was going to be a big thing and i jumped into the pool i quit my job of a marketing manager of the motorsports company i started a blog because my thought was if i want to provide value i have to learn and i have to give so i started learning because writing means analyzing reading and, and at the same time you write, you learn. So that was a very uh, good argument to start the, the blog, very good reason. And the other one was to add value because uh, I wanted to generate a network to add value to professionals, so I started the blog. And then I got the opportunity to go to the UEFA Women's Zero. I applied to go there as a volunteer, so I didn't know if I would be in the ticketing area or driving a car or uh, selling tickets. And they saw the blog. Actually, they told me this in the last day. They said, Xavi, one of the main reasons we picked you, it was because we saw your blog and you were so specific and so much into football, into the niche. So we thought it was you. And, and nowadays the blog, I'm, I'm very happy because there are uh, more than four, 450 subscribers. Uh, they are from more than 20 countries and uh, not just the numbers because I think the numbers are not important. What is important is the feedback you get of your job and they are happy. So then I started my after, well, the, the Euros, uh, the UEFA Women's Euro was a, such a great experience for me, a sports NBA. I bred women's football there. I got to know the players. I got to know all the managers. I learned a lot from the top executives from UEFA. So it was a great experience. I came back. I, I started my adventure as a sports marketing consultant in women's football. And I have worked with players, with clubs, events, uh, congresses. I've written for media uh, outlets as Mundo Deportivo, players as Raquel Rodriguez from the MWSL. I uh, also appeared in Marca, uh, events as Leadership Women Football. Um, yeah, many projects and happy to... I think that the best decision in my career has been to start a blog. And this comes from uh, picking myself. I would, I would like to share with your students that uh, picking yourself I think it's the best thing you can do in life because um, it puts you on a, in a position that you follow the things you want to follow and obviously uh, people have different personalities but in the I think that we ourselves you and I Ed, uh, we are somehow uh, wired to, to follow what we like and this is what we tried uh, so yes this is my journey what a fascinating one I've got to go back in time my man very very quickly from that stage of when you were doing your degree 
How has that supported you from a marketing standpoint, from an educational standpoint, looking back now? It was absolutely fundamental. And marketing, I think it's more like an art than a science. And when I did the marketing uh, degree, I didn't realize how much I learned there. But afterwards, uh, applying, applying the, the theory and applying all the knowledge uh, on the works I have been and the projects, then I realized how much I, I learned. Because marketing, um, for me, marketing is uh, making a change. It's pursuing an impact and using marketing as a tool to, to make things better. As uh, Seth Godin says, says he's uh, such a, a great uh, entrepreneur, an author, I follow him a lot. He says, uh, uh, doing, doing better, making better things, but making things better. So uh, I try to apply that and marketing has a lot of making an impact, but you have to know a lot about strategy, about communications, about building a brand. So it's not uh, something like doing so a couple of Facebook ads. As it has a lot of uh, building a brand that you can trust, that you can uh, connect with people. So uh, going back to your question, it was uh, fundamental, my degree, in order to have the basics, the foundations uh, to empower me to make an impact afterwards. Before we talk about today's topic, what I really admire from your story as well is how you took a step back from marketing and you wanted to really investigate business as a whole big picture. Now, what inspired you to make that decision? Because including ourselves, we do have to pivot sometimes in our careers. What inspired you to pivot to say, let's look at the big picture, like a CEO look, you know, like understanding. Looking back now, how has that benefited you making that decision? It's a very inter interesting question. I think that um, every opportunity we have is for a reason and we have to try to make the most out of it. And when I had the, that opportunity, I believe that it was that life was trying to teach me how all the pieces in a company or in a brand worked. So this is when uh, I realized that I had to, to, to step away or to step back from the marketing department in a more a leadership position, but inside the marketing department. And it gave me a lot of perspective because afterwards, when I started my blog, I'm starting projects, I, I launched my digital school. This is where I, I have uh, experience in this side of the business. And, and I believe also that when we are younger, we are starting our careers. It's very useful to touch many things, to get experience in many areas. Let's say marketing, communications, uh, sponsorship, uh, many of them branding because then you can uh, learn from all, all of them, but also know, know which, which one is the, the one you like the most, and then you can focus your career on that. I hope you're listening really carefully, because honestly, you're so right. Sometimes when we're younger, like 21, you haven't really explored the industry of that sector, especially from a business standpoint, a bit different with sports science due to being credited and so on, but from a business standpoint, you've got that freedom. It's just figuring out where you fit in the most. That's what the sports industry is about, so big, but it's figuring where's your best place where you can add the most value. Now, getting to today's podcast topic from a football industry perspective, what core skills do you need to work in that marketing bracket with regards to football and with regards to solving problems? Like we're at the Athens Women's Football Summit. We're here to solve problems, something you've mentioned very briefly. So getting back to that question, what core skills for students out there do you need to work in, let's say, marketing within football? I would say that the first one and one of the most important ones are being uh, knowing how to empathize with people, putting on someone else's shoes, because uh, that way you can emphasize and know which problems 
needed need to be solved and you can put on yeah you can see things from a different perspective and know how to add value because if you just look at things from your perspective um, you don't have that clear what you can provide so being able to think from another uh, side that's very important another aspect is being proactive uh, especially in sports there are many things uh, that can be done for the first time and many also many jobs are yet to be crea created I think we have to take responsibility to, to take action and to start the kind of job we would like to have if we don't find it and this is also a very important skill to be proactive because and also in sport it's not a world where everything is so organized like a corporate job so we have to yeah we have to create it so and in men and especially in women's football where we are now here at the Athens Women's Football Summit there are many things that can be done for the first time and we have to take the initiative to to make them real and finally I would say that the ability to connect to people by telling stories uh, one of the key aspects of marketing is telling stories and actually I believe that the great uh, marketeers of tomorrow will be the ones that uh, know how to tell proper stories so storytelling is a very uh, unique uh, asset and skill but we will need it to connect with people we connect for instance if we are trying to get us getting a sponsorship for for a player which is my case um, maybe or probably it will resonate more with the brand the the vision or the purpose that that player have uh, regarding its her country or uh, the future she sees that or she wants to to live or the legacy rather than uh, numbers and figures that um, f and, and regarding this area I would like to add that uh, followers are becoming less and less important and engagement is becoming more important because you can have a lot of followers but a great community or a great restaurant but if the clients they don't like the food you serve they will not recommend you Yes, in this sense, uh, Ed, I would say uh, storytelling, telling stories is, is crucial. So I would uh, invite your students to focus on, on these three key aspects. Well, relating to subscribers, followers, if you follow Pat Flynn, do you follow Pat Flynn? No. You I need to check him out. He just wrote a book called Superfans, and that's how you got to treat your audience. And going about your audience... This is all about marketing as well, everybody. Like, what are the benefits of niching down into a market? Like, there's quite a lot of football blogs. And what you're doing is a women's football blog, but it could be a children's football blog. But when you niche something down, how much of an impact has that had an influence to your career, reflecting? I think it goes back to solving a problem. Because um, if you have a pain on your knee, you would prefer to go to the doctor specialized on knees rather than a general doctor. And when you pick a problem, you also pick an audience, a specific audience, because we are different. And we, everyone, we have uh, different worldviews. And the opportunity of uh, niching, it allows you to become uh, an expert on one area and then providing more value. Becoming the best in the world in one area it allows you to provide more value um, and you have less competition because you I mean niching down is when you find uh, less people who are trying to do the same like you do and you also find that you are more valuable to those people that you are solving a problem to so I would recommend it it has worked for me and I remember that I started my blog in 2017 and in 2000 and 2018, just one year after, I got interviewed with one, by one of the top uh, media outlets in Spain, which is called Marca, like the uh, 
to know The Guardian in the UK. And I thought, wow, this is this is because I I went to the niche and I tried to provide a lot of value. And first, when I started writing posts, I didn't know what would happen. But, uh, but then you see things things happen. And when you put work into the world, then it comes back to you in one way or another. And just really quickly with your blog, how has it had an impact with regards to your personal brand? I think it has been the epicenter of my personal brand. Well. The pers- I understand the personal brand as a, a promise you keep, as a promise, a solution, and a value that you you promise to, to deliver to the world. And this, this I think, is the, the personal brand. And the blog has helped me a lot to articulate it, to promote it, and to own a platform where people can, can go there, find value, apply it, and then come back. So there are many projects that have come from the blog, uh, like the Euros, as I told you before. Uh, also interviews, collaborations with media outlets, and now it's becoming a platform that where congresses and events are interested in also uh, promoting themselves. Um, because uh, uh, with the visits, with the subscribers, uh, there are many people interested, so this is a place, like it's like a small community of a tribe, and I think that, yeah, it's the single best decision in my professional career. Just going back to your career now currently, what have you been up to recently? Um, in the last months, I've been very focused on the process of branding that I'm working with uh, Raquel Rodriguez, the player from Costa Rica. She plays for Sky Blue in the NWSL. And we have been very busy in uh, designing all the brand strategy and we're building a website. We will promote uh, her new uh, brand and also all the communication strategy that we are setting up. I've been also very involved in the la- launching of a new media outlet in Spain that wants to create a uh, whole community in Spain of women's football and I've been very active in consulting them in, in ten, them in terms of business of marketing um, yeah and different also there is a project I collaborate with which is uh, SBI the Sports Visa Institute that I uh, also provide marketing consultancy uh, I have launched my digital school to provide value and to my goal is is that uh, professionals in women's football they can I provide value so they can make more and better decisions regarding business and marketing in women's football. Um, I have worked on consulted clubs. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I'm sorry, because <laughs> too many things. Uh, two weeks ago, I was in Mallorca. Um, I'm part of the board of an event called Football for Equality. It happens every year in Mallorca, and we did the third edition. It was very successful. This year, we had the, the backup and the support of the Spanish Federation. And it was such a successful event. We have a player from uh, Levante. She's called uh, Gemma Gili. We had uh, the director of uh, CSR of the Spanish Federation. And in one month, we're launching the, the first workshop in Brazil of football for equality. So we are very proud of it. And, and yes, these are the main projects that have been focused on. A busy man. <laughs> Javi, just on a personal note, what have you enjoyed the most from your sports career journey looking back right now? Can you repeat the question, please? Out of interest, what have you enjoyed the most from your career journey looking back right now? I think that what I have uh, enjoyed the most is the surprises or the things that I didn't expect that happen. Because when you start, uh, you start with something that it grows. It's like a baby. It comes uh, older, it, then it's a, it's a kid, it's a boy. 
and all the things that had happened that that I didn't expect. I went to the World Cup uh, to cover the World Cup from a business standpoint uh, for Mundo Deportivo. is one of the top media outlets in Spain. I and then I, I couldn't have imagined that in, in the beginning when I started. So I think that what, I bring, what brings me more satisfaction and more enjoyment is um, looking back and uh, realizing all the things that happened that I, I could have never imagined all the people I've met or sitting here uh, in this uh, Congress doing the podcast and also learning from what you're doing that I think you have also a very interesting story. So yes, I think this is the main, yeah. Just to clarify everybody, Honestly, this is like podcast heaven for me. Normally, I'm in like the spare bedroom. This is now a couple of beers, a couple of microphones, sea view. It's absolutely stunning. Now, as always, Xavi, I'd like to finish with an inspirational question. What three tips would you give to people who want to start in the football industry? What career guidance advice would you give with those three tips? Um, I will talk about what has worked for me. And the first uh, point we have already talked about it is uh, picking yourself, digging inside you and finding what what is that you like, what is that uh, you talk on a Saturday night uh, and your friends uh, tell you, ask you to, to be quiet. Uh, yeah, picking yourself from a professional but also personal standpoint, uh, listening to you and realizing about the things that you want to pursue in your life. The second tip I would provide is to to give a lot before asking, to give a lot. And when you outbalance life giving a lot, then it comes back to you. And when you give, you also learn. So I would would invite them to to provide a lot of value first and then asking. And, And finally, I would invite them also to start a blog. I think it's also a very powerful tool. It's been, as I said, it's been the best decision in my career and it's a, a great way to, to network, to attract projects, uh, to add value, to learn. So it has everything and I did it. I wrote a post uh, for eight months, one post per day and I, I learned there uh, more than some uh, sports marketing masters that I've done. So uh, writing a blog, I would invite everyone, picking a problem and just don't be afraid of starting start and it will change radically it will change 100% but if you don't start uh, you won't get there so yeah these are my three uh, pieces of advice Xavi that absolutely fantastic out of interest how can people interact with you online yes uh, they can find me on chavibobe.es which is spelled x-a-v x-a-v-y b-o-v-e dot e-s and also on social media instagram twitter linkedin chavibobe and yeah, I invite them to, to see the content and to give me feedback. That's absolutely fantastic. All those links will be on my website relating to this blog post. Javi, it's been such a pleasure chatting with you today. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ed. It's been a great pleasure. Thank you. Wow, what an absolute fantastic podcast chat with Chavi. For me, there's so much that I admire from Chavi's attitude with regards to pursuing a career in the football industry. And without a doubt, I wish I spoke to Chavi years ago with regards to what he's achieved so far. But just going back to the podcast chat, 
there are some areas I just want to highlight that are so important and which I think is important for students who are just starting out in the sports industry or football industry, especially in the marketing sector. Like, you've got to realize marketing is a way of promoting something, get exposure. And Chabby, with regards to his interest in women's football, is a great way of niching down. And as he mentioned, by having a blog, it just created him, it gave him the access to look at marketing from a different perspective with a different audience to solve a problem. That's the key thing about marketing. It's solving a problem to a certain audience to build exposure to solve it. And for me, that is what marketing is all about. It's something that I've even learned through my podcast journey. So if you're just a student starting out or you're looking for a work experience or you're a graduate who just wants to start a career in the sports industry, please take on board Chavi's journey. Because without a doubt, he's done it the hard way and the right way. Because during the journey, he's built that credibility. He's built the, the experience. He's learned valuable lessons along the way. And that is what it's all about, especially in this modern era of work in the sports industry. Things are changing. We've got the access of technology. We've got the access of communicating with people around the world. And if you can just learn what Chavi's gone through and apply it to your sports career journey, the better off you're going to be and the more reality it's going to be with regards to making your sports career ambition a reality. So, look, I really do hope you enjoyed this podcast chat as much as I have. Apply those sports career guidance tips from Chavi. And as he said, you just got to get started. So start today and make it happen. Now, as always, at the end of each podcast chat, I like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Chavi said, focus on yourself in where you want to go from a personal and professional standpoint, then add value to people. When you give, you'll also learn. But to make your sports career a reality, you must start and make it happen.